0: Now it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast.
1: Who would want this cure? I mean, what kind of coward would take it just to fit in? Is it cowardice to save oneself from persecution? Not all of us can fit in so
0: easily. I'm the wrong guy to play hide and seek with.
1: Who's hiding? You dickhead.
0: My boy, I have been fighting for mutant rights since before you had claws. Did he just call me boy?
1: Two True We'll continue this tomorrow. Class dismissed.
2: Hey, bub! It's me, Chris Honeywell.
0: You're a dork.
2: (laughs) And I'm here with Scott Gardner. How you doing, pal? (laughs) I'm I'm doing fantastically, bub. (laughs) Listen, I'll pretend I'm drinking a beer, too. And smoking a cigar. (laughs) Putting it out in the palm of your hand. (laughs) Because tonight we are doing... Wolverine 3. Oh, I mean, X-Men 3. The Last Stand. Is 3 actually in the title? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, because these these movies are actually strangely titled when you look at the actual titles of it. You know, because the first one, you know, just X-Men. Okay, self-explanatory. Then the second one's X2, X-Men United. Then this one, I think, is just simply entitled X-Men The Last Stand, I think. I don't think there's actually a 3 in the title, although it is the third movie, so
2: yeah it would be pretty easy if you had all three titles on a a card to figure out which order they were in any right (laughs) but yeah it is kind of weird it doesn't really follow a pattern but then again the x-men are outcasts man they don't follow patterns (laughs) they're mutants shoot i had something
0: at least i think i had something that i had planned to say at the beginning of this or had planned to mention at the beginning of this and now i will be damned if i can think of what it was did it slip
2: from your brain
0: yeah pretty much uh
2: it's like that on top of spaghetti song roll rolled off the table <laughs> on the floor oh i'm and telling scott's you scott's idea rolled out <laughs> of the door <laughs>
0: It's getting worse all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what it was. Just something, some little shout-out or something I was going to give, but, but I can't remember. But that's all right. I'll think of it at some point and make sure that that happens. But, uh... Well,
2: yeah, if you didn't listen, ready to... Hmm? If you didn't listen to the X-Men 2 podcast, go listen to it. But anyway, if you remember, I was a... X-Men 3 the last stand virgin until today.
0: That's right. You just reminded me of what it was that I wanted to mention. I I know exactly what it was. I wanted to tell you, I think you're awesome.
2: Because
0: you went back and certain, you know, if you you get this show, I'm talking to the listeners here now, if you get this show automatically through some sort of like iTunes feed or some automatic downloader. You might have a rare copy. Yeah, you may, because Chris actually went back just for me, just to make me happy, went back and actually made an edit in in the show that I was like, oh, I just thought it was so nice. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. What it it was essentially is that um, underneath Todd Grady's opener to the show where he says, you know, and now the two two, true freaks, you had put the 20th Century Fox opener. Which is how the movie actually starts. X2 I'm talking about. Right. How that movie actually starts. But on the soundtrack, for some reason, it's different. It is the 20th Century Fox fanfare, but at the end of it, there's a little stinger. It's just the just a couple of notes of the theme from X-Men 2. And I've always really liked that. I wish it actually was in the movie. And we had discussed it at the beginning of that commentary that, hey, you know, we'll put it in when we edit the show and then I forgot to send you the file. So I well, messaged you on Facebook today and was like, Hey, by the way, did you remember to put that in there? And you're like, Ah crap, you know, so I was like, Ah, don't
2: worry about it. See, but I, you actually
0: went back and, and fixed it, which I, I thought was really cool.
2: Well, you know, I mean, it's it's I'm I'm glad that you think I did it just for you. And I did <laughs> and I did partially do it for you. But at the same, uh, uh, this is a process that that led to that. Is I re- I remembered that because uh, you know we mentioned it on the last show, which I which I edited too, so I heard it again on there, and then we'd also talked about it IMing like the next day or something or like later on that night. Right. I was like, oh yeah, I'll remember to do that, and you're like, yeah, it's on the soundtrack, and <clears throat> all the while I'm thinking to myself. Yeah, it's probably it's right at the beginning. It's probably at the beginning of the film. I just didn't notice it, so I'll just cut it from the beginning of the film. <laughs> and then, and this is gonna make people who edit podcasts. It's this is only gonna be shocking to them. But I edited that like one o'clock Monday morning, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, right before I went to bed. So I'm in the process of editing it, but I'd already had it all set up. I had all the files I needed all organized. And the project all set up, so I just had to come in and put it together. So I'm listening to that, and I'm like, I don't hear anything different about this 20th Century Fox. (laughs) (laughs) So I start scouring YouTube, which is where you eventually sent me the link to it It was on YouTube. I could not, I did not find that link. And uh, so I I found a link that said variation, X-Men variation. I listened to it, and I'm like, I don't know I have a pretty good ear that sounds exactly (laughs) like the 20th century fanfare and then I'm like well duh Scott sent me a long time ago a copy of his soundtrack collection so obviously that's where he got it from so I go and I look on that and there's a two CD set of you know uh, the expanded and I'm like okay here we go not on that particular version <laughs> and I was just like yeah oh, god damn it so I put the thing together and I was like Al you know maybe there's just something that only the super soundtrack brain will pick out and, and I got it right we'll see what happens and uh that morning you know you were like hey did you put that on there and then you sent me the link to it but the the great thing was I you know I'd only finished it a few hours ago so I still had the project open The file you sent me was exactly the same size as the other ones, you know, length. So I just dropped it right on top of where the old one was, ran off another copy and re-uploaded it. So the old copy was up there for a few hours. So some people got that. If your copy has the letter lowercase a at the end of it, then you've got the the corrected one. If not, (laughs) you've got got a a rare variant. Yeah, a rare (laughs) variant. Put that sucker up on those, eBay Those, right those things are going like hotcakes on eBay now. <laughs> <laughs> Bidding starts at forty nine ninety five. You watch next week, eBay is going to be flooded and people will be like, oh, what the hell is this?
0: <laughs> what is this thing?
2: Oh, that's funny, though. I like it. We won't mess up this time, though.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, we will.
2: <laughs> <laughs> are we ready to go ahead and dive right into this one? Yes. And I'm hoping all our uh, commentary listeners know the drill. But if this is your first commentary, that's a weird one to be starting off with. But whatever. You guys are weird anyway. (laughs) Um, I'm going to count down to three from from three. And when I say go, you hit play. We're on zero zero. And we will watch X-Men The Last Stand. Three, two, one, go.
0: Here we go. And we're off. I have to be honest, I don't have a single note for this movie. I sat to watch it to take notes, and uh, I just kind of got sucked in and enjoyed the movie, and uh, I didn't take any notes. I'm sure things will come up to discuss, but just off the top, I, I really don't have anything other than... I'm sure you noticed, uh, I know that you, you were uh, a virgin going into this one, and we'll, we'll discuss that. I'm sure you noticed that there's no Nightcrawler in this movie. Yeah. Which w- it was a bit of an issue for some. Uh, now, I actually saw this at the theater. I, I took, um, let's see, what year did this movie come out? 2006. I can't remember. Six? So... Yeah, Scotty was 10. I don't know if we took Logan with us. We probably didn't take Logan because he would have been little. But I'm sure I took Scotty with me because I remember him being really excited about the movie and everything. And uh, and I remember him being... By the way, they did some sort of digital thing here with uh, Picard to make him younger. Actually, with both of them to make them younger. Well,
2: it works pretty good.
0: It does. It looks really good. Because well, the first time I saw this, I thought, ooh, that's some nice makeup work. But it, that is actually some uh, digital... Uh, stuff that they did to to de-age them, kind of Jeff Bridges style. But anyway, um, I did some looking into it, and while I could not find the reason listed, uh, I found something that did say that if you ever play the video game, it was called X-Men The Official Game, which was a movie tie-in game. I have no idea if it was any good or not. The game actually is a bridge between X2 and this movie that explains away uh Nightcrawler's absence from this film. But I don't know what the reason is just that it's found in that game. Hello.
2: Of course. I Jean, noticed it. Down, but there's so much going on that I guess I didn't really need an explanation. Right. My impre- my first impression on on this movie um is I think they cut a lot out of it. Yeah, it feels like... It's a lot shorter. It's a good half hour shorter. It's short, and yeah,
0: it it, it, it it suffers in... Well, I don't want to say suffers, but I think you're right that it feels in parts a little bit like... Uh, it's got a little bit of Superman 4 syndrome where it's like somehow they wanted to shave it down to an hour and a half. Watch right. this part right here. There's a guy with a lawnmower and a guy with a hose, and the guy with the lawnmower- Yeah, guy with the lawnmower right there, that's Chris Claremont, that's Stan Lee, of course, uh-huh. with the hose. But a lot of people catch the Stan Lee, but they don't realize the guy with the lawnmower was actually Chris Claremont, which I think
2: is pretty cool. You have more power uh, once again, I think...
1: question is, will you control that power?
2: I, I, I enjoyed this movie. This movie was not what I expected from what I remember the-, the either- also, you know, the printed reviews and uh, the um, just word of mouth reviews on this. This right. is a pretty gruesome scene.
0: Yeah, it is. Scotty doesn't like this scene. And he says, Oh, no, I,
2: I don't like this scene. This was a wincer. This is some pretty harsh, almost David Cronenberg It's not that graphic, but it's pretty. Yeah. It's disturbing, yeah. yeah. Um, but the 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 reviews from from my impression was they tried to. It was it sounded a lot like <clears throat> the third Spider-Man movie. What they what they said about the third Spider-Man movie of trying to uh, cram too much into too much story and, and having to hurry things, some things, and you know almost too much of an overblown spectacle and uh so i expected a two and a half hour movie and basically though this movie only really has two major plot lines running through it can Uh, i just
0: interrupt you for a second to say one two things love the score to this movie however it pains me greatly that this cut of the main theme is not on the damn album. The one that's on the album is completely different and sounds very Superman the movie. But I like, I mean, I like the score and I like both versions, but I really wish this particular, you know, the actual movie version that we're hearing right now was on the the album because it's not and it's just a shame because it's a great theme. Oh, I
2: agree. Um, now, uh, did this not remind you of the first Terminator movie? Oh, Terminator. But then again, I'm thinking Days of Future Past. Yeah. You know, especially with the upcoming scene when you see what's Nice going.
0: flying effect here
2: yes. from Storm.
0: I hate her hair, but I, I like her, her character a little bit better in this one.
2: Well, it's funny. It's just like they, they actually gave a little establishing shot for her hair. Ow. But once again, pure. This is pure Claremont era X Men. Oh yeah. Um, Danger Room sequence.
0: Hell, just sit there? <laughs> Let's go. He's such a. Prick. What the hell was I on about a minute ago? I've totally distracted myself with uh, Chris Claremont.
2: I but I mean, really, <laughs> the only the only two plot lines in this are the Phoenix plot line, and the um, and the. Mutant cure plotline, and they sort of mix the two in there really well. I thought I thought it was going to have like fifteen competing plot lines. I think this movie is very much like X two, where it moves along. It It moves along almost more in an exaggerated way of X two, but and I was having this conversation the other night when I was recording a long play after I recorded a long play with Luke Giaconetti and we were talking about these movies uh, the big I think the big difference is um, and uh, I'm trying to think of how he... yeah I've been waiting for this I figured I didn't think that I'd see it in here I thought we'd have to wait till Days of Future Past to see it but this is sort of a scene that would be in Days of Future Past. And then I was like, Yes, yeah. yeah, Sentinel. But that's all you see. It looks like a Terminator, too. A Michael Bay Terminator. See, a Transformer.
0: How much of this movie is gonna end up being in continuity with the new movie coming out? Because Sentinels are gonna play a huge part in Days of Future Past. Are they or? here? Well yeah, they're supposed to be. Okay. And this makes it look like the X Men already know about Sentinels. Like Sentinels are a are a fantasy thing that they've created some, to battle in their in their Danger Room. Or the, so. yeah,
2: there's something yeah, there's something that they put into the Danger Room because it might be something that they would run into. That's but they possible. might not have thought. Th- the, I I think the script is sort of patterned on X two, but it's not quite as deftly written. And no. um, I think it's
0: that, not as tightly directed. Well, I think it,
2: the director. Luke Giaconetti put it really well as Ratner like gets it in on time, he gets it done, he gets it done workmanlike and competently, and he has a high success rate, and that's about all you can say. He's doing a sort of he's trying to ape Brian Singer's style and you know, the beats of the other movie. Where, you know, whenever somebody's walking through the hall, there's always other kids walking in the background doing mutiny things.
0: See, I like this movie a lot, a whole lot. And I think that it gets uh, a lot of flack and most of it undeserved. However, I can't be. You know, I'm not completely um, against the criticism that it gets. You know, like, say, like, Spider-Man 3. A lot of the criticism that movie gets really bugs me. Whereas this one, I actually kind of see and agree with a lot of the criticism. I don't think there's too many things going on. Because, as you say, there's really only two plots going on. There's The Cure and there's Dark Phoenix. The problem is... I think the Cure one's pretty well fleshed out and does take up the bulk. It's clearly the A plot of the movie. I think that A plot is done extremely well. The B plot of Dark Venus, I I think, is done very poorly. And it's because you've only got 90 minutes to play with. Why are you doing two concurrent
2: storylines? Well, Dark Venus is a big one, too.
0: Yeah, and that's the big one, exactly. So it gets short shrift for a story that should be truly huge and epic and I think overall it hurts the picture it doesn't make me dislike the picture it doesn't make me think that the picture is a failure I just think that plot of the two plots is the one that doesn't work this it, this one works that one doesn't and I, that's the shame of it
2: I think this movie superior to the first X-Men but it's between the first X-Men and second X-Men like in quality wise
0: well, It's a dude from predator
2: but yeah but it, it it flows like an X Men comic. It's uh, the writing is a little more melodramatic and soap opera y, and the acting's a little more stilted in places. On, on the B level of the cast, you know, the uh, the main the main cast is all really good. Again, this is this is a nice little scene. Yeah, I like this one. Not even phased. The the other
0: thing um, that this movie does that really bugs me. It's the only other major criticism I have of it is that Cyclops is completely just. I don't even know what the word would be. I mean, he he's in it at the very beginning, making you think that oh, you know, Cyclops is finally going to get some some face time in this. <laughs> and he's just wiped out and that's it. And I spent, you know, the first time I saw this, I spent the entire movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Spent the entire movie waiting for Cyclops to come back because I didn't really believe that she had killed him. And apparently she really did. She I, did. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and that was really a bummer because it reminded me of that god awful movie. The hell was the name of that movie? It had Michael Pare in it, and Chris Reeve, and Mark Hamill. Children of the Damned. Is that oh yeah, 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 John Carpenter. And Michael, yeah, Michael Perez is in that movie, and he—I mean—at one time he was a big name actor. I mean, he was in, uh, you know, the Philadelphia Experiment and some other movies. And at the beginning of that movie, he's driving down the road in a pickup truck and runs into, I don't know, like a telephone pole or something, and dies. And so I spent that entire movie waiting for the big reveal of him, like, not really being dead, and it never comes. I'm like, wait a minute, you got, like, a big-name actor to be in this movie for, like, two minutes to run into a telephone pole and die? Why the hell did you hire him for that role? Why didn't you get, you know... Joe, no names because they were trying to, to keep me off
2: balance. But I that's not how it is with this. So stupid, and I, I this get the movie feeling the in same
0: thing with Cyclops.
2: I get the feeling in this movie what they do to Cyclops wait, is wait, get him out of the way so they can have this main story. Hey, my mutant of powers! I can create ink out of out of the air. I am the tattooist. Um. But, I, yeah, I think they just wanted him out. They didn't want to diddle around with the um, with the love triangle. And it just opened it up. There's Harry Potter again. With his power over TVs.
0: Scotty pointed something out. Now, I've probably seen this movie a dozen times. And he pointed out something today that I'd never, ever caught before when we were watching this. That the guy in right here that Moira's dealing with That's ethical behavior and what that so okay. So Phoenix wipes out Xavier, right? Right. She like derezzes him and he's gone. But then at the end of the movie, did you stay all the way to the end of the movie? For me? When you watch this, yeah. So if you stay all the way to the end through the credits, at the end, Moira comes into that room and Xavier speaks to her. Now I thought that the man in the bed was Xavier and never realized that the man in the bed is still the same patient that she was dealing with in that scene just with Xavier speaking through him like probably like in his body now yeah I just never I I feel really silly that I never caught that before but uh, we were watching it together and Scotty said you know I just realized something because apparently he never realized it before either we both thought the same thing that Gene, like, derezzed Xavier where he was, but then, like, reconstituted him somewhere else, like in the hospital or whatever, and that's who Myra was, was. No,
2: with. he's in the Phantom uh, yeah. Zone. Yeah, All right, he's... guys, movie's over. You can <laughs> I, that you might take my I somehow, this, there's something weird and canned about that scene from them head on like they're almost walking down a blank corridor and the rest of it's matted in behind them i don't know i can't quite put my finger on it maybe it was just the way it was filmed but it just had a weird weird look to it
0: some of the characterizations i have to be honest i thought were a little off in this by the way, when I first heard that Kelsey Grammer was going to be the Beast, I thought it's like, what? what? Yeah, but he's great he's in this. He's perfect. Yeah,
2: well, he you really know, is. if you if you don't think about it. But the thing is, the Beast is supposed to be that sort of erudite, you know, intellectual, oh, super smart guy. But he looks Most like definitely. he looks like our friend Kevin Melvin. <laughs> yeah, <he
1: does>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> except blue. But I have pictures of him blue too. So I never we'll it. put it together that he could have been the Beast, though.
0: There's a scene
2: later in the movie where they're going to Alcatraz
0: and they're in the, Avenger, or, yeah, the Avengers in the X-Men jet, which could just as easily be an Avengers Quinjet. And he says, oh, my stars and garters, which was right out of the old Avengers comics when Beast was a member of the Avengers. And I remember like fist-pumping and being so jazzed in the theater at that part because that was a quintessential beast moment. And that's where Kelsey Grammer, if he hadn't already, that's where he totally won me over that, no, this guy is the beast. And supposedly he's in the new movie,
2: and I'm really psyched oh, good. for
0: that. He was a
2: high point back. of first. I'm really – so <clears throat> this really got me pumped for first class. Mm-hmm. Did you say you haven't watched that again since you... Nope. But I stand here today to tell First you. Class? Yeah, um, no, all dude, the you're, X-Men you're movies such a that treat. I, I've world, seen. Now I've seen all the X-Men movies, but so far they've all been one and done until until X-Men month. Oh, uh, You're in for a treat because
0: I have watched that movie I don't know how many times and, uh, and love it, love it, love it. I love it more every time I watch it, I pick up something new out of it. Just a great movie. See, I really liked this dynamic between Storm and Rogue here. That Storm sees it as cowardice, as an insult to who she is. And I like that. You know, you've got you've got almost like the almost like a Star Trek trifecta here. You've got Storm on one side, you've got Rogue on the other, and then you've got Beast kind of right in the middle. You know, serving the Doctor McCoy, which is funny because right. that's its name, Doctor McCoy serving that Dr. McCoy role of, of the balance between the two. And I, I think that's pretty cool.
2: Well, you know, I mean, with Rogue's power, you could see why. And she, yeah, she, she's pubescent. She wants some booty. Basically. <laughs> and we'll have a scene with later with Wolverine where he'll somewhat address that obliquely. But this is a total, like, out-of-the-90s set of like, everybody's oh, in yeah. black.
0: Is this guy supposed to be... What was the dude from the, the, Morlocks? the Morlocks? Caliban?
2: Oh, yeah. Is that
0: who he's supposed to be? I don't know. That's the power I need right there. <laughs> She's supposed to be somebody, too, but I'm not sure who. Psylocke, I think. No one ever talks to. That's that's the problem. Is they do actually throw us a lot of bones as far as little fanboy nods for the different mutants. But the problem is, is out of their costumes, out of their specific uh, comic book looks, I don't. It's hard to tell who can, they are. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not up on it enough
2: that I can tell just by their powers. Yeah. All I know is a is uh is there a shot of her coming up pretty soon. I know they recruited Ursa from the Phantom Zone for evil group of mutants.
0: Right. The question is. Frogface.
2: <laughs> Gooseneck.
0: <laughs>
2: there's she there's Ursa over there. She's sort of Ursa mixed with Michael Jackson.
0: Right. Yeah, I had to look her up. Her name is Arc Light. I have no idea if she's from the comics or not. She's probably one of those losers
2: from the that whatever it was more like yeah she's very
0: androgynous
2: well that's that's the thing is i saw those scenes and i'm like okay she's like a sort of uh, grace jones female uh, androgynous <laughs> but in later scenes when she's fighting in the shadows you know i thought i was starting to see a little bit of like five o'clock shadow going on there i like this scene right
0: yeah i do too now she is uh do you? Hey, it's porcupine boy i think he was in the legion of substitute heroes The speedster there. Now, I don't remember her having the speed powers in the comics, but I think that's supposed to be... What was her name? Callista Or From She was the leader of the Morlocks until Storm overthrew her. Did you ever read any of that stuff? I
2: vaguely remember it.
0: Yeah, because that was right around the time where... Remember uh, Angel wound up being kidnapped by the Morlocks? Yes. He was all chained up in the underground and everything. Yeah, she was the... Like the punk leader of the of the Morlocks and then Storm came down there and kicked her ass and became like the leader of the Morlocks and then she got that stupid Mohawk and the leather leather uh Let me out of here. what do you call it?
2: g she string vest <laughs> the oh.
0: vest. I'm the president of the United States. Oh, Mr. President.
2: Now this is a sure. different president, isn't it?
0: Yeah somewhere i have seen a cut of the maybe it's one of the deleted scenes i forget but somewhere i've seen a cut of this where the guys tells the president to shut the f up yeah. but i think that must be one of the i like this kid she's
2: creepy Can I get out of here? they like creepy kids in x-men movies
0: see i think she might even be the same little girl from the last movie but i'm not entirely convinced oh did you like the uh the little uh naked uh, human rogue scene in the movie
2: oh yeah you keep spoiling ahead man it's a coming
0: oh come on they have to watch the movie before they, <laughs> I hope anyway
2: you would think so you never know with, with these people
0: yeah they're crazy
2: I like referring to our listeners as these people <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean- people you people and you're listening to our podcast what do you
0: mean by, you person- <laughs> you mean by those people
2: it's funny, though, this this makes me... What I like about these movies is I really like how they play Magneto in it. Because the thing about Magneto is, I guess... And they must have been doing it in the comics, too, because the very basis of Magneto being a survivor of the Holocaust is, you know, he's sort of, as, you know, a lot of super bad guys do... He's, uh, he's overreacted. But it's also got that, like I guess, cycle of violence or cycle of abuse thing going, where he's right. doing the same thing as a Nazi. Right. He's declared yeah. himself yeah. superior and is yeah. like, I don't care about the lives of How's it these, going, Joaquin Phoenix? these lesser people. I know. Cancer boy. She looks, f-
0: <laughs> she looks familiar from something else, too, but I'm not sure what.
2: My librarian fantasy.
0: That I have? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't let this poor kid put some posters up on the walls or something?
2: Why does every government facility... I mean, it's not like this kid is, like, dangerous and they've got him isolated like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, but, they got him living in THX 1138 world or something. Exactly. Poor little,
0: poor little kid. Yeah. Stuck playing Eco or whatever the hell that shitty video game is. <laughs> it was. is.
2: It's probably some crappy video game where you have a... Now, doesn't doesn't sad and drawn Scott Summers look like the Hollywood version of uh, our buddy John Sparacino? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. He looks like the... Wa- which is good. They got him to actually look like he was <laughs> haggard and big- draggled <laughs> See, I, I just, He I looks like he's lost far. weight and he looks like he's kind of, you know, crazed. I do. I see. I like. I I take it back.
0: It's not that I hate this part. I hate where it goes, because you know this whole opener with him, you know, freaking out and and getting to use his optic blast and all is actually pretty cool. And and then it's got the little, you know, silver surfer, you know, the the Fantastic Four two little swirly pattern in the water and all that, you know, which I like, but I just hate where it goes. That she how far is Alkali Lake away?
2: That he just rode his motorcycle there. <laughs>
0: It's just up the road a
2: piece. Yeah,
0: That's pretty cool, though. It's a
2: nice effect. But it's like, uh, you know, Luke Giaconetti was just like, Brett Ratner's just kind of a soulless director, though.
0: Right.
2: And he is. It's not... But it's not awful. He, It's not that he doesn't <laughs> know what he's doing. It's just not... He's got to be thinking, what the hell did I do? Whoops. Ow. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I don't, I do not understand the scene. I just assumed she maybe ab- absorbed him or something, <laughs> you know, and that there would be some point where um, he would, um, um, you know, be presented back.
0: Plus, I can't, like the, I got to be honest. Now, this may be unfair because maybe it's actually her. But there's something wrong looking with her in this movie. Her, She's got a bad hair dye job. It just looks really bad. But she's, is it me or does she not look like really jaundiced? Like she's got like I a think liver problem
2: or something. Well, she's you know? just back from the dead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But seriously, I mean... They got both of them looking pretty uh, wasted and scraggled out. Maybe the actress has an eating disorder or something. I don't know. She looks more like like B-Rate Julia Roberts in this.
0: But nobody ever makes a comment of the fact that she looks physically different from the last movie, which would have been the last time that they saw her
2: alive. Well, that would be... I guess that would be apropos of she's transformed a little bit yeah but see they're not
0: supposed to know that though the characters within the story are not supposed to realize that well yeah
2: but i mean even so if someone died and came back from the dead i guess i would expect him to be a little bit different but what you know what does she just i feel as if being my name, that just kind of
0: freaks me out hearing that in surround sound because it's my <laughs> name coming from every speaker.
2: <laughs> Shields up, full <Four> red alert. <laughs> what's he talking about? There are four <laughs> lights. What? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, we no- I okay, sometimes we don't have to know what's going What? what the hell just happened there. But I'd yeah, like I'd to know what the hell just happened there. The... What was the purpose of her, dis- you know... Right. Is is she absorbing people and taking their power? If so, why doesn't she just glom onto Magneto first thing, Professor X first thing?
0: See, they should have had him crash the jet into the lake, and then they needed somebody like Magneto to raise it back out again. Is like it me or is
2: Storm really working her booty on? <laughs> booty outfit. I like this. I think this is a nice little creepy effect here. I mean, you know, to say bad things. I'm not really saying bad. Th- He's not a hack like in the Zack Snyder style. He's just a hack in the sort of generic style, but not a, in in an awful way. I mean this this is a nice nicely done scene. It's like See, out of I... something out of a Salvador Dali painting.
0: What what has he done that I would know? Because I I have to profess I don't think I really know the guy.
2: He did those Jackie Chan uh, and um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. They were set in the West. West. I don't. I think he did the one that was set in the West in the Buddy Cop movie. A couple Buddy Cop movies. Right. Set in modern times. He did a he did a bunch of movies and they and a lot of them made. Made money. Pretty, I think. Pretty much all of his movies, you know, they come in under budget. They come in early, and they make money. And he's just a—he's uh, like your perfect craftsman, like Hollywood director. It's like if you want to get a movie done, you can get Brett Brett Ratner in and tell him you wanted him to do Brian Singer style, and he'll do it. You know, and he won't diddle around. And that's pretty much how this movie feels. But it's a third episode. It's established. It can go a little bit into television show mode. Right. Where it gets a little cheesier, a little more shorthandy. Um, uh, Things can move forward a little faster. Um, And I think that's soundly where we are here. And I think people didn't react well to it. That's why there was that gap between this and first class. And first class was almost like, not a reboot, but it was but see the problem with that is that it, it's another one of
0: those instances of, of the fans actually re you know, trying to rewrite history or trying to rewrite their own personal history and acting you know retroactively like you know, like they all hated it or something, or like it was terrible, or worse yet that it was a failure. Because this movie made money. It it actually made quite a bit of money. So <laughs> while it was a mixed critical success it was a clear financial success and at at least at the time when it came out most of the fans despite criticisms they might have with it you know were positive and, and enjoyed the film and it's only retroactively that everybody goes back and dogs
2: on it and that always kind of bugs me when people do that it's like oh there's there's some definite problems with this movie oh yeah but it it does not re- deserve, I guess the reputation that I'd built in my brain of what it was going to be going to be like at all
0: That's a good line you have no idea. I, have no idea. I have to confess though that I'm not real crazy about an adversarial relationship between Wolverine and professor x i i this made me a little uncomfortable because I think Wolverine has a legitimate beef here. See, I don't like that line though. As much as I like the scene, when when Professor X just
2: says that and just blows him off, yeah, it feels a little out of character to me. Yeah, well, I think they, I think they did that on purpose to just sort of to uh, communicate the enormity of like, no, you don't understand. If if she goes full id mode, she could crack the earth in half. You know that that right. type of thing. Where he's just like, and and he knows Wolverine's a little sensitive about people messing with his mind, because right, he's totally been doing that. But he, uh, you know, he's basically saying, "Look, I don't have time to argue with you. <laughs> I'm trying to save the planet right now from a mutant that could just like kill everybody in a second and and take over or do whatever she wanted. You know, it reminds." About-
0: that nurse or whatever she is reminds me, I wonder if she was in New Trek, because she reminds me of that freaky, like, big-eyed nurse that, that helps deliver uh, oh, Kirk the, like, at the cat beginning nurse. of the movie. Yeah.
2: This guy is just, I like
0: this scene a lot.
2: So the stereotypical corporate dad, though. But then again, that's his character in the comic, too. Right. I mean, their name's Worthington. But yeah, this is a well played scene. He's really—I mean—he's one of the things that's introduced and then underplayed in this movie.
1: Yeah.
2: He's given a sort of—he's given a sort of arc, but it's just there, you know.
0: He reminds me of uh, of Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah.
2: I you see, I think what the the uh, one of the one of the drawbacks of the X Men movies in general. And, I, and it's not a drawback. It's a drawback that I would have avoided if I was making these movies, but people wouldn't have liked it. Is they're just, you know, they feel obligated. We have to introduce all these new mutants. You know, which mutants do ever, does everybody want to see? And it's almost like, they're, you know, mutants by this point were almost like That's Pokemon. Cool. There were just so many of them. And you'd watch these movies to catch, you know, right. who each one of them was. And I had a time to say, oh, the angel, angel's going to be in this one, and this guy's going to play him, and all that. This is cool. Yeah. There's no way. Sorry about the glass I, I how... just showered down on the crowd.
0: <laughs> that's cool, because that's a practical effect yeah. right there, too. Yeah. That swing. You know... I, I don't care how much of an outcast freak that I'm. it might make me, if I had natural-born wings strong enough to actually carry me so that I could fly, there's no way in hell that I would ever get rid of them. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's every
2: everybody's fantasy, is it? Isn't it to be able to fly? Well, that's what I think a lot of this, this part's movie brutal is brutal, right I, here. Yeah, I like this scene a lot. This reminds me, and it's right in about the same place as the attack on the X Men. And it's—he's not screwing around. No. Anymore.
0: That's but just I, those guys are crunched, man. Just
2: mushed and tossed to the side. But he only mushes the first couple just to freak out everybody else in the car. I like how he's just like dumf dumf dum. What? That's cool as hell, man. Ow.
0: Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh, she's gonna do a sneaky pee.
2: This <laughs> 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 That reminds me of the video of the kid in China who's leaning against the bars on the panda cage and the panda just comes up behind him and grabs his backpack, it's like Rah! it's great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I I like how they always. I like how they always show shots of her butt. I like how they always play Magneto. I mean, it's just cool. His facial expressions while he's murdering people is great. But you know, they 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 play that thing about like he's charming, but he just has no regard for human life at all.
0: This guy always seems so familiar. Every time I watch this, I feel like I should know this actor from something else, and I just I can't place him. I'm in. Welcome to the Brotherhood. He looks like he's been in one of those like rom coms or I like how he checks her ass too.
2: Ooh wouldn't. His his power looks like one of those old screensavers that used to bounce around the screen. Now this was one of the things I remember in the um Build up to the movie that everybody's like, Juggernaut, Juggernaut's gonna be in there, is he gonna be cool? And everybody was like, Juggernaut was wasted in this movie. I yep. thought he was fine. I thought his, you know.
0: He's okay, but the problem is, and this is gonna make me sound like a big old nerd, because I honestly costume, I don't care. His, his costume's costume a little stupid. Well, apparently, this guy is a big deal wherever the hell it is he comes from, Australia or wherever this actor is is a star over there so they wanted to give him the classic juggernaut outfit and it was part of the guy's contract i like the little like convulsing thing she's doing it's actually
2: this is just final confirmation that magneto's a dick
0: yep well pyro even catches it too pyro gives him this look like are you kidding me turn over
2: Cold. Cold.
0: Yeah, see, he looks at him like, are you kidding me? Look at her, she's hot! <laughs> Can I stay here? <laughs> but anyway, he—he, he, it was in his contract that his face had to be shown, so that's why they didn't go with the classic Ugh. thing. Beyond that, I don't really care. I mean, I know a lot of people are hung up on the idea that in the comics he's not really a mutant, and actually I think he's... I think he's Professor X's like half brother or something like that in the comics. There's
2: some weird origin yeah, I don't remember I mean, exactly.
0: Beyond that, I don't care. I just, I wish he'd looked a little bit more like the classic Juggernaut, but he's pretty cool in this. He's got a couple of really good scenes, I thought.
2: Well, I just thought that, that they um, did a good job of communicating his power of, oh, yeah. of having forward momentum both especially with the sound effects when we get to it but you know i mean people were all wound up because they're like yeah he's gonna be and it's like what do you expect him to have like this you know 20 minutes of screen time or something no everybody gets just a little bit of screen time unless you're like professor x magneto uh, the big heavies or these two And Wolverine, they didn't use him as much as they did in the other movies.
0: No, wait a minute, why didn't they strip her naked? Everybody else they put on that table and strip him naked, but they didn't strip her naked.
2: I know, she she was she was touching up on him and everything. This reminds me of the Sigourney Weaver scene in Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> Bill
2: Murray comes over and she's possessed of Zool.
0: <laughs> there is no Gene, only Zool.
2: You see I'm loopy. What? Yeah, I think she has a little like I think this is supposed to be a little bit of like a horny Gary Mitchell sort of thing going on here. <laughs>
0: That's a good line. What? <laughs> I don't have to. You were staring down my shirt. <laughs> He's a little ape faced in this one, isn't he? I think his, his uh, what do you call those? Pork chops are, or, are a little. Yeah, uh, pork big. chops.
2: <laughs> the old Pork Chop Express is a little out of control. Kiss me. Oh, just go for it, dude. Just go <laughs> for it. What are you talking about? you never going to. Wolverine is just doomed to have adamantium blue balls out throughout out, all these movies. <laughs> Poor guy. And he's Wolverine too, so you know he's gotta have like insane sex drive. I like this whole thing that clar? she could like, huh?
0: Have you ever had a Klar like that? Uh, oh yes. Oh, I hate that shit.
2: Yeah. Like, Bitch, don't that's be a, doing that. That's a story for a storyteller someday. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have theories about the claws, but that's for another show, another day. <laughs> we,
0: need to, we need to do that. Yes, it
2: is. Oh, my we God. We need to do the, the TTF talk about girls episode sometime. <laughs> there it has to be, be so, wrong. so many ground rules for that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make sure the wife's not here. That's rule number one. Yeah. make sure the wife never
2: hears the episode that's real too wait this this actress that she just doesn't come off even half naked wrapping her legs around him she does not come off as sexy and I don't know if that's the no. way they directed the scene or the acting in it but yeah the acting definitely does not have the the same level of Emotional involvement is the second one, but not by a lot, you know. It's just like it's been tuned down. I totally like the that shot. I totally, for some reason, makes me see like the storyboard. Right. That,
0: that effect of the glasses breaking looks a little little weird CG. Here. Yeah, a little CG, yeah.
2: Which is funny, because this movie's been pretty seamless with its CG so far. Yeah. That was one of the big complaints of this movie. relied too much on CG. But I have a feeling that, (laughs) looking back on it, you know, they hadn't seen anything yet at this point. Oh, yeah. If this came out well, a Well, most years, of it, I
0: think, looks really, really good. It's just yeah. I, I think that's the problem is when you get a moment like that, that that does look a little wonky, it just stands out that much more because the rest of it looks pretty good. Ow! Yeah,
2: you you don't really get, get a... I mean, I don't think the Dark Phoenix thing is hurried because it, it it's, goes through the whole movie.
0: It's not that it's just, hurried. It's that it's not fleshed out enough. Yeah, it's it's clearly the B plot and Dark Phoenix should not be a B plot. It should be an A plot. So they should have set it up in this movie and then paid it off in the next movie is what they should have done. But instead, they ran both stories concurrently and paid more attention to the the cure and gave it more time and everything and didn't fully flesh out the, the Dark Phoenix. So, I, you know, see, I disagree that, like. Like the movie doesn't work because I've heard that criticism. Well, the movie doesn't work. There's too much going on. No, I don't. I don't nah, believe that's the case at all. So, oh, I think the movie works. The movie. It's just, you know, the 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 movie. I think you could take the Dark Phoenix thing. Like I said, set it up, and then from this point on in the picture, leave the Dark Phoenix thing. She escaped from this room. Pick that up in the next movie.
2: See, here's At this a,
0: point, make something come up to where the whole rest of the movie is involved with your A-plot of the cure and dealing with Magneto. And then once that's done at the end of this movie, then do the rest of the Dark Phoenix story. But instead, by cramming it all into the end of the picture after you're done with the cure thing, that's how it comes off. It comes off crammed into the last 15 minutes of the movie and... And in, in that aspect, it doesn't quite work
2: to, to me. I mean, that's yeah. just my
0: opinion, but
2: that, that's how I think. Well, I think in like, and I'm going to refer to Spider-Man three again. I think a lot of times by the time they're on the third movie of these, you know, and they were obviously, you know, working on it as, you know, keeping the Brian Singer style to it, making this, you know, a piece with the other ones. Uh, it's in continuity and everything um but they start thinking all oh, the actors are aging who knows if we're going to get the go ahead for another movie you know so i think they try to cram it all into the third movie and figure out oh, we'll just start over again whenever the next movie is cuz who knows it might be another you know 3 or 4 years you know, these actors aren't getting any younger and, and all that, especially the teenagers, you know. The teenagers are the ones that age out the most. But uh, I like how they sort of underplayed the house, but it's it's a pretty creepy uh, little entrance here. mm <laughs> Yeah, this is this is once again a scene that doesn't make you, you just don't get what's going on with Jean Grey. I don't know if you're supposed to just shorthand it because we all know like what happened to Gary Mitchell and you know people who get godlike powers or whatever. But you you don't address any of that. You don't have any you don't really have a point where the like the three of these should be talking about like you're a god now or she should be saying you know I'm a god I could squash you like ants right it, you know why shouldn't that's I that's do this and this and this but at, at at this point I can't figure out what the conflict with her is you know it's like she
0: resents Xavier for having placed the blocks in in my right. mind and everything and held her back all this time
2: right because because the dark phoenix is id-like and all that but at the same time i i I, you know i realize that there's a battle between gene gray and the dark phoenix going on i just don't think they uh illustrated it very well you know what i mean i don't think i think they could have
0: ow I was reading somewhere that this little uh, flippy thing that uh, Storm right here, where she spins, that she actually hurled after she did that. Oh, I really? guess it really did make her sick in real life, which I think is just hysterical.
2: What I what I think is now funny... there's an
0: effect coming up here that would be so awesome. If they got the timing right, but they didn't, right here where he throws him, what the timing on that effect doesn't work.
2: No, the physics, the physics, I guess the physics in this house are weird, but the physics, the fit why, if he goes up, why would he come down with enough impact? To, and another thing well, is, well, he's
0: got away to a ton with a metal skeleton, which I think that was supposed to be the point, but the, the timing is all wrong. Yeah. he goes through the ceiling. And then comes back through too fast for the arc to be complete. Yeah, like he's
2: well he comes down, like he's propelled, right? But I'm just taking that to wonky physics of Jean Grey freaking out. But what's that funny be, is, I guess. is Magneto tells. I like that. Uh, um, Picard's doing the is it live or is it Memorex test right now. <laughs> But uh,
0: by the way, this is a great track on the soundtrack. I just want to point out. I really do dig this soundtrack quite a well, lot. Well, I think
2: all the so far, all the X Men soundtracks, I've been listening to all the soundtracks. They really thrive in the action sequences. The, the, oh yeah, the action sequences and the soundtracks to this are great. But the the um, Juggernauts um, was told to keep people out of the house. What does he do? He throws Wolverine into the house. Into the house. I just yeah. realized that. Yeah. I, yeah. I she. That. <laughs> You, 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 baby, you got real ugly. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how everybody's if they just they think if they just yell Jean enough where, that she'll stop.
2: Where is the whole neighborhood? Where was the, this whole damn neighborhood? Scared shitless and cowering in the basement? No, I, they would all be like across the street watching the next do- next house next door up <laughs> like poltergeist.
0: <laughs> sitting out on the lawn in their lawn chair eating popcorn going, well, here's something you don't see every day. Yeah,
2: what is this? Po- not Now, like, like, uh, Professor X looks like the, uh, the evil preacher from the Poltergeist sequels.
0: <laughs> God, I haven't seen that shitty movie in I don't know how many years. Maybe
2: a record player should go by with playing a kiddie.
0: <laughs> a Hulk riding a horse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been awesome if they'd snuck that in somewhere. I would love that shit. It's got a weird twitch there, Picard. <laughs>
2: Give I me... Told you not to eat. I told you yeah, not we to eat... I told you not to... <laughs> I told you not to eat pop rocks and drink Pepsi at the same time. <laughs> You're before
0: before. I... Oh! oh! I hate when that happens.
2: That's what happens when you pop Professor X.
0: Oh, the property value just... Plummeted in that neighborhood.
2: (laughs) I don't know why they had Magneto care so much about Xavier dying in this one because he was ready to he was he was ready to kiss him off. Remember last movie? He's like, "Bye, Charles," you know, just sort of like right.
0: But at the same rate, well, and see, that's the thing, though, is I don't think that Xavier would have died. I think he was telling him bye, Charles, not as he was saying, here, I've killed you, goodbye. I think he was saying goodbye as in when Xavier kills all humanity and then later on realizes what's done, it, it would for it would shatter him. You know what I mean? So I think he was bidding goodwe- goodbye to him as a, you know, in the fact that they they were never going to be pals again after that. Xavier would never forgive him essentially. That that was my interpretation anyway. Do you think they Because I don't think he I don't think Magneto ever wanted to destroy Xavier because he he has a great line in this later on where he kind of uh there's a part where Pyro says to him, oh, you know, yeah. "I could have taken out the professor." And and Magneto just stops and and chews him out and, and makes him realize that even though they may have been diametrically opposed in philosophies, that they were still great friends, that essentially, at at the core of their being, they essentially wanted the same thing. They were just going at it in two completely different ways.
2: Yeah, and it shows that Pyro's a douche once again. (laughs) Uh, He was always the most human. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Dude, you couldn't go, be bothered I never
2: heard a... of these things I just yeah, brood yes. around the outside Stand here and look scruffy he gave us a he may be gone. Now
0: I have heard that this scene is like littered with X, you know, with uh, mutants from the comics but I couldn't tell you a yeah. damn one of them I don't know
2: I was out of the picture by the time most of those those faces I think maybe that also helps my enjoyment of these movies.
0: Yeah. This is true.
2: I think their Eternal Flame is a little bit... uh, Do they really put Eternal Flames just on the ground? (laughs) That low to the ground like that?
0: If they want the fire department to come every week, they do. The first time somebody forgets to mow the lawn, the whole yard's going to be ablaze.
2: Kitty Pride looks awful young for him to be. Uh, yeah. Of course, that actor's probably like forty-eight years old, and, <laughs> and anyway,
0: I actually kind of like this part. I'm glad they found the time to to work on you know somebody's romantic thing that actually worked a little bit in this movie because I don't think. That the uh, the Wolverine Jean Grey thing works at all? I don't think Gene no. Grey works at all in this movie. It I'll worked be better
2: it. in the last movie.
0: Yeah, it did. It was it was. I was actually buying it in the last movie, whereas in this one, don't buy it at all. Because the very first time they had that little encounter down in sick bay, there, I would think that Wolverine would be smart enough to go. You know, I think this bitch turned crazy at some yeah. point. I don't want nothing more to do with her now.
2: Right. Like Wolverine does not like bitches who've turned crazy.
0: Yeah, but homicidal, like kill the planet crazy? Come on.
2: Yeah, maybe deal with that after (laughs) Scroggin'. Scrogg first. Deal with the world. Okay, I'll give you that. I'd I'd probably probably
0: be down for that.
2: I'm made of adamantium. I'll give it a whirl. And if it doesn't work out and I end up like a praying mantis getting my head eaten afterwards, well, I gave it the old college try. Hey, you know what I think I'll do? I think I'll take another girl out and hit on her right outside the window of my girlfriend's room. I think that's a good idea.
0: See, I don't think he initially... I don't think that was intent initially, but yeah, it it does... Uh, what? I think this scene is is open to the interpretation that, that Bobby's a bit of a scum because it looks like he's kind of cheating on Rogue he's here. I don't think that kid. was the... In- yeah, exactly. But I don't think that was the intent of the scene because I... I don't know maybe I'm injecting too much from comic book Bobby Drake but I like Bobby Drake. He was always one of my favorite well, X-Men. I really like uh Iceman a lot. You know,
2: I mean, she doesn't it's not like a it's not like a threes company moment where she totally misunderstood what was going on out there. He know. is sort of moving on a little bit because you, you know, he's thinking, I may never get although I've already figured out many creative ways that I could have sex with with Rogue without yeah, I thought all.
0: of that too. I mean, he's just not inventive enough. No, apparently. he's not
2: thinking. Granted it might be a little involved, but if it's Anna Pacman, okay, you know, you got <laughs> to do, you, go. you got to do. There
0: you go. There's, I, there's could, certain... I could get it, I could get involved for Yeah, Anna I would Packman.
2: dip myself in a in a bath of like some sort of vinyl, you know, thin layer of vinyl to cover my entire body just to <laughs>
0: have yourself laminated, essentially. Yeah,
2: they could rig something up at the X-Mansion. They could rig up a danger room. They could at least rig up a danger dip for people. <laughs> a for... danger dip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they get that neural neutralizer that uh, Picard had in, I know. The, in the last
2: movie? Wouldn't that do the trick? He could, you know, I mean, he should be able to at least figure out some sort of helmet that you could wear that would... Like a lightning rod deflector power or something. Although I don't think he he would be just like I'm not going to do that just so you kids can make out, you know.
0: Whatever. She's if nothing else, she's walking spank material. Come on.
2: What this looks much? like? <laughs> say yeah. this looks like some scene from like a Wiccan. You know, she looks like some oh, sort of Stevie. Yeah, it looks like when they
0: arrive on Endor in Return of the Jedi. Is what it looks like, actually. Eat your mama. <laughs> they should be attacked by Ewoks. Yeah. Right? But well, see, th- you know, there's another element I have to be honest with you. I kind of forgot about Rogue story in this whole thing. It's not that it doesn't actually go anywhere, but does it actually go anywhere? You know, I mean, they're, they're spending all this time setting up, you know, her Conflict and everything, and then at the end of the movie,
2: she just you know, she's got a brief little scene that I don't know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, the last third of this movie really falls into the wrap up. I like this where she's just like, shut up, little man, right? <laughs> and and but I but like she oh, sees right through him. Well, once again, but he when she's just like, why aren't you the same as Xavier? He gives her very good reasons why he's not you know he's mm-hmm. he's he's good, you know he's dealing this he's he's gene Hackman dealing with Zod and Superman too right yeah, very much so, yeah it's just like, oh God, this buffoon's gonna get his head crushed, and it's like, oh no, he's actually he's actually not you know he's not messing around, you know. uh,
0: I think this is that little scene I was talking about before, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, it is, where he's like, Xavier's helped more mutants than you'll ever know, you little douche. Yeah. You Corey Feldman-looking bastard. (laughs) You better shut up or I'll have Ursa. She's actually like Ursa with a Superman curl working.
0: She's the stuff of nightmares is what she is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's the kind of person that winds up on the other side of the counter from you and you're not sure if you should address her as sir or ma'am. That's that's what that is. I'm trying just to... Kind of people disturb me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I usually just say, how are ya? Can't go wrong with that, right? Right? I think... Uh, <laughs> is this the same actress playing Kitty Pride? Yeah, from the this last movie. one anyway. She's yeah. got the facial expressions and stuff. She's got the, I. It, she just seems really young in this movie. To be, she seems almost like too young to be in the like sort of love triangle sort of thing. But then again, I think Kitty Pride was.
0: So you got three they, they of the classic like X Men in the same room right here. You yeah, got Angel, Beast, and Iceman. That's pretty cool. They never do get all of them on the screen at the same time, though, unfortunately, because, you know, it was the original five was uh, also Jean Grey and uh, and Cyclops, but they never do get them all on the screen at the same time. I don't think, un- unless I'm forgetting a scene somewhere, I don't think they ever get all of the uh, the all new X-Men on the screen at the same time either, because it would have been what Storm, Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler. Yeah, I don't think they ever get all of them uh-huh. on the screen at the same time. See there again; it makes it look like he's got superpowers when he's not all steel, you know, armored up. But
2: no, he's just a homunculus.
0: <laughs> Here lies Captain Picard.
2: His face looks like the right kind of face for that kind of Logan. plaque, though. Right. Logan. Logan. No. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it look like he's got Princess Leia curls there when he had his head down? (laughs) He had the buns there for a second.
0: I want hair
2: when I'm on my tombstone, please. That would have been funny if he had a full head of hair. I want to be like a Jedi and be in my 25-year-old ghost state (laughs) when I'm put on a... (laughs) She didn't mean it.
0: Throw her into the door. Oh, I thought he slammed her into the door. He should have, though.
2: Kiss me. That's <laughs> where, where it looked like her is was going. Choice. Now it's time to make yeah, I think he's a little too, too Didn't soft. Didn't she say that same thing in the first movie? Yeah, pretty much. She needs some new dialogue. Yeah, they They don't really give her much. What should do?
0: I know what the place is!
2: Rabble, rabble, rabble!
0: Blah, (laughs) blah,
2: blah! Rabble, rabble, rabble! Blah, blah, blah! (laughs) No to this! Down with
0: that! Shouldn't there be some freaky looking people in that crowd? If they're all saying we don't need a cure, then they're all mutants, right? right? But they all look like perfectly normal. There's like nobody with three eyes or. Blue skin or fur or anything, throw some alien looking people in there just to, you know, spruce it up a little
2: bit. bit. Yeah. Come on, Ice Man. Come on, bro. Make a
1: move.
0: I do like when these two face off with each other later, though. I like that scene a lot. Couldn't he just put an ice spike right through his head? (laughs) Make a move. Well, they were friends, so maybe he just doesn't want to hurt him. Whoa! <laughs> Today's attack was only
2: our first salver.
0: So long as the give me exists, Cluso, and We <laughs> should all sleep secure in our beds.
2: If you do not, I will destroy the world unless I'm given one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Has been
2: president Come stereotype in. what do you think talking, sir, we <laughs> I don't know security stereotype
1: we cannot let him do this
2: we need to we don't care about who you are back in the world out here I bleed you leave you for dead this or whatever the, the hell this line is <laughs> from
1: Predator
0: we have to
2: act irrationally and, and immediately
0: you have to find Magneto and stop him by any means necessary Magneto wants a war Oh, you're a badass! Let's go. <laughs> I love that they got Sarge in the movie. They but, don't show him at all. No, is that Arlie Ermy though?
2: Yeah, it is. Oh, it sounds like him. <laughs> this is so cheesy too. We just the just the cheesiest exposition to know that they have plastic. Yep. Pick up your plastic weapons now. <laughs> Ratner definitely does. Rely on exposition, but it's like that, it's on the spot, it's not like someone telling their backstory.
0: It was nice of that bus to drop them off right at the back of the line. <laughs>
2: hey, was that the mole man, like two <laughs> people ahead of her? It sort of looks like him.
0: <laughs> Is that the same shot from earlier?
2: I'm not sure. Once again, I, I want wonder to see
0: some speeder bikes fly by right uh, here. Would be mm, awesome. Mm. Who farted?
2: <laughs> a sweet smell like honey.
0: That's pretty cool.
2: Once again, <gasps> the action scenes and the set pieces Ow. are very well done. That that's a neat scene because it's like what the hell what? But then again, I don't know uh, this is some guy, you know. That everybody's like, ooh, it's... It's... I have no idea
0: who the hell that guy is. It's the
2: horn. It's the headphone tattoo guy. (laughs) He's my favorite. I hope he doesn't die. He kind
0: of... His powers kind of make him seem like... um... I think her name was Marrow, but that was a wo- it was a girl in the comics, so I don't know who the hell this guy is supposed to be.
2: Well, doesn't Wolverine, like, they say he had bone claws at one time, so I was yes. thinking this guy just generates, he's like a goat boy, so he generates horns out of his hands or whatever.
0: Something. This is actually a pretty cool effect here.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I like that he's still There's supposed to kill problem. people. There was a little jump cutty there. There
0: He is, but the only thing is I noticed with the claws in this, this I mean, that guy me got it right from, in the face. Remember, I, I know you and I have talked about this before, that in Return of the Jedi, when Luke is, like, hacking up people on Jabba's sail barge, you don't actually see, like, limbs or blood or anything. It, it's like they toned it back yeah. for the kids. Same thing here. You see Wolverine, like, Throwing his claws all over the place, but you don't see like anybody like being yeah. chopped in
2: in half or yeah, their head in two pieces like it should right. be. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, so practically in... having an R rating in this movie is not gonna fly, you know, for right. the audience.
0: But I mean, there were parts of two. That were downright brutal. Yeah, with Wolverine and his claws, and they don't quite go that way but in
2: this one. It's the, you know, a lot of it might have been due to the direction just being in better cut and edited. I mean, just the way you cut and edit it, it's you know, it's a shower scene in Psycho. Not not uh, you never see the knife touch the flesh. Right. But people had thought they'd just seen the goriest thing they'd ever seen.
0: Right, so if you put the like- you
2: put the sound effects and the angle right and the just the cutting of it you can make it seem more brutal. And in the last movie granted it was more like the first time you saw it, you know, here it goes Wolverine and full. Eye. It was like in the prequels when you first saw the Jedi really doing their Jedi thing at their height of their power, you're just like, "Yeah, that's cool. I've always wanted to see that." But it's right. it's a it's not old hat by this time, but we've seen Wolverine you know, cutting through a wall of human flesh before. And they don't and so and they definitely don't they definitely take it down a notch here instead of up. Right. But it's see, good to I see it's still there.
0: It's, it is, but I suspect it may be more of maybe Fox being a little concerned about their franchise and the kitties going to see oh, it. For sure. You
2: know? Oh yeah. man magneto could just torture wolverine worse than when a i
0: saw this in the theater i thought he was gonna do what he did in the comics i thought he was gonna pull the adamantium out of his body because that was a great uh storyline in the comics when he did that I know what you're with. Or at least i won't say it was a great storyline but it was a great gimmick yeah for a storyline that didn't really go anywhere but there was a storyline where uh, where Wolverine, where Magneto basically got tired of Wolverine, and so he just drew magnetically drew all of the adamantium out of his body, and left him to die. And it, it was actually pretty cool.
2: Well, in this wow. this movie, you see there's a, there, you see a lot of like okay. Wolverine gets killed in these movies, so things that would kill but that. I mean. Right there when he hit the ground, probably every internal organ inside of him was jelly. <laughs> right, but it's, mush. It's, yeah, it's gonna and he he should be dead, but it's it's going to reform. I I like that. It's just like it's like a video game character. No Meanwhile, she's turned into Monica, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Is
0: that a day for night camera back there? Day for night shot. Yeah, I'm not sh- Yeah, this is. Does that look like the exact same shot for the third time, right. except that it was dark?
2: It very well could be. Hot,
0: hot, 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 now, this scene is pretty cool, except. I think the scene would have played that much better if once they
2: realize that Madrox has tricked them, that they go ahead and shoot him with the cure I, darts he, anyway. That, that was their plan to shoot all those people with the darts anyway. They might as well shoot him. You know, what are they? Oh, sorry, dude. And then just walk away. Oh, you got us.
0: Because I wonder if Magneto thought of that, that he might have been potentially leaving this guy to be, you know, shot with the cure or just shot. Was he willing to sacrifice? Oh yeah! Such oh, he obviously
2: of... is. Yeah! Oh yeah! Magneto doesn't care. He's, he's you know, the ends justify the means. I like how they've got them. You can see their formation. You know, their, right? Their military formation. It's nice. William Madsen? Is that who he looks like? A little bit? I give up. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, is that who he is? No, I don't know.
0: He does look very familiar. Every time I see this, I think he looks familiar. But I just don't know what I know him from.
2: I couldn't tell if that was a stock shot, a computer-generated shot. However, it looked nice. That That
0: looked like a composite right there. Yeah, so does this.
2: This looks like in front of a green screen. Meanwhile, back at Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> what are you doing back here? I live here,
2: bitch
1: Po
2: <laughs> bounce, 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 bounce. bounce. <laughs> yeah, I was noticing that too. I know you were so it was a beast <laughs> You see, he's just so his character is so underdeveloped, yeah. Although they get, they always give him a little angelic light. I like this if the beast outfit doesn't fit him. He's just like, ah. <laughs> uh, That's
0: cool. See how each one of the outfits is just a little bit different. It almost reminds me of like Tron because you've got Iceman's got the 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 baby blue piping on it. Hers has got the pink piping on it. You know, Colossus is sleeveless. I, I like is it. It's like each, left each left over. Is just,
2: it's a clear yeah. model.
0: Yeah. You see, each one's just a little bit different. And we stand I like that. I think that's a nice touch. They're essentially the same outfit, but just the piping
2: and the design work well, is a little bit different on each one. People didn't know that, that, that Xavier used to be a costume designer. <laughs> he likes to do them all himself. It's a little hobby. It's hobby. But I like how it sort of it sort of uh, refers back to they they um they kind of um, they don't telegraph it but they sort of knock at home a little too much and it goes back to the beginning sequence in the danger room where Scott wasn't there. Right. And yeah. Wolverine was sort of filling is filling in for him and now it looks like Wolverine's filling in for good. Right. And it looks like Storm's in charge too. Puts a different dynamic to it, so I like that. I thought that was a nice little uh, little piece of writing.
0: I like that music in that part too.
2: Some patented JJ Abrams lens lens flare there.
0: <laughs> What's he all bumming about now?
2: I just want to touch somebody. Damn it! <laughs> At least they didn't, gets a close up. At least they didn't play foreigner cold as ice. It was on <laughs> yeah. at some point in this, or uh, she's so cold.
0: Now this was actually in the one of the early trailers for this movie, and I remember yes. thinking, "Oh my god, this movie looks so awesome!" At least effects wise, when you see the bridge just like
2: uproot itself and. You see what's funny is Why? what's funny is uh Um This is what I read a lot of complaints about this that the scene was just too much. It was just too big of a spectacle and that it was not it didn't look realistic. And I was thinking, wait, it's an X Men movie. Don't are you going there and going, I don't know if I wanna see someone float the you know, the Bay Bridge to Alcatraz. Of course you do. You know, I don't understand right. what the complaint is and I thought they pu- I thought the way they pulled off the effect is great.
0: Yeah, I think it's actually pretty cool myself. The only really complaint I have with this scene is for one, when they actually get where they're going, he just drops the bridge. Which means I would think that there'd be a a lot more damage both to the bridge and the people
2: on it. Yeah, there'd be when he does that.
0: And then you can see at one point that's pretty cool how he throws his arms out like that. But you can see where the bridge is actually straddling from a new spot on the bay all the way to Alcatraz. Well, without any supports in the middle or anything, could it support its own no. weight?
2: No, because these bridges are made. I think I think a good chunk of what keeps these bridges together are those support wires.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
2: I think they, they're what allows it to... It's in San Francisco especially, so you definitely want it to be able to move around and sway a little bit in earthquakes. But right. they're probably what keeps the integrity of the thing together. Yeah, it's totally physically impossible. But whatever, yeah, man. So is Wolverine flying through that... You know, I'm not coming here for for hardcore realism. I'm coming for right. somebody magnetically floating a bridge. And this kid could be... You see, I don't understand... The thing, the thing with the kid, I was like, are they bringing every mutant to the kid? And then the kid... Takes their powers away, or they obviously they isolated it from the kid. Why does he factor in it? And if he's gonna factor in it, why not make him an actual character instead of just a kid in the room with no real dialogue or or whatever? You know.
0: See, that's a that's a hell of a drop right there.
2: Oh yeah, but that's just that's because it. But it's made just for that great scene of Magneto framed in the right little hole in the bridge. And I like this too that the, that's where the president is finally just like, oh man, I mean.
0: (laughs) See these people in the car are fine. The cars are still all right. Wouldn't they be all like, some of them would be overturned. And that's funny where she locks the door. He even thinks it's funny. Oh, that's what
2: I like his reaction. He's just like, "Uh, okay. Because what would you
0: estimate that distance was that he dropped that bridge? It's is a good, like, 40, 40 feet.
2: 50 feet, yeah. Oh, no, it, it... This would be like falling off a four-story building. Oh, and it's made of steel, too. It wouldn't have just, like, set on top of that building. It would have crumbled it underneath it. it. Exactly it yeah, the there's... The uh, but, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, look at her. That's she looks beautiful. really... She looks like Superman now behind him, like a skinny Superman. <laughs>
0: Now this part's weird. Are they propelled under their own I, power? No, I think
2: Magneto Magneto's chucking them oh, okay. all over, chucked them all over the, you know, I got you. over the lump and let him go. And I like this where he's just like, no, let the pawns go first. They always in the third act. They always like that's where they go. They always have to be like, remember, Magneto's a stone cold sociopath. Plastic man again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I hate of to plastic. catch one of those things in the eye or something. Guns of plastic, knives of plastic, <laughs> a whole army of plastic. Uh oh.
0: <laughs> Ow!
2: Squash.
0: This, I think this part is pretty cool. Though.
2: It's oh inventive.
0: yeah, I like that they, you know, they were. That's cool with the spinning things throwing out no. like that.
2: The thought of flying syringes is also oh, something that totally oh, Doesn't she so like she's got a little mustache there? Come on, Prince, do your stuff.
0: <laughs> I like the sound effects. Some of the CGI is a little wonky. you believe in? kick your, your belt Clap
2: there has got to be some BD joke that goes along with that too.
0: See, there he goes. All my all my stars are gardens. That was awesome.
2: That that's sh- two shots of the jet right there. Were really not good though. Stealth mode would have come in handy in a lot of different parts. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just
0: got it. Maybe they just had an upgrade or something. They took it to the Mako and got the stealth.
2: Mode. Stealth mode's pretty nice. They should give that to all the X Men <laughs> belt for that X Men. Hi, I'm the human chimney.
0: <laughs> now, listen Skip to this to music. right here. Chin- Listen to this music.
2: Have a doctor check. does
0: that thing? remind you of? Oh, yeah. Come on. Nice
2: shot, though. Yeah. I mean,
0: that shot right there at Beast is friggin' awesome. I love that.
2: See, I wonder how much of the beast in action is just Kelsey Grammer's head pasted onto some side double. Because I don't see him doing... Maybe it's because I'm so used to his characters being prissy. He might be a really physical guy, but I don't know how... Why are
0: the soldiers not shooting them?
2: Right. They
0: don't know the X-Men They're all dressed in
2: black, too.
0: I mean, they don't know the X-Men from X-Lax at this point. Why the hell aren't they
2: shooting them? Maybe they've been briefed on it. Maybe Arlie or me said, These are the X Men.
0: <laughs> Get your plastic X Men.
2: <laughs> Dr- drop your socks and grab your cocks. It's time for your X Men <laughs> lesson.
0: <laughs> Stop your grinning and drop your linen or whatever they call it. Assholes and elbows. Yeah. He fights like a gorilla. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love Beast Unleashed in this. It's great. All right. See you later, Prince. What the hell is her name? Is it Callista or Callisto? I just can't remember. I think
2: it's probably Callista, because Callisto oh. is, is, is a guy. Who?
0: hate a girl that
2: spits. I wish it would I thought she was going to be spitting out teeth like in a comedy I like like that grab him by the shoulders and just smash him on the ground smash him to the ground. Yeah that's something Kirk should have learned
0: I like where it it shows Kitty that's a great effect see I think
2: this effect was good I like the the deep he looks like he's made of lead he looks like he's made of lead and just like it looks like once he gets moving, you ain't gonna stop him. I like that.
0: I like that they took, a, you know, the the time and took a moment to show how Kitty could be effectual in this scene. Because when they first lined up, and you know, you've got Wolverine, you've got the Beast, you've got Iceman and Colossus. I'm thinking, what the hell is Kitty Pride gonna do? And I like that they took a moment to show how she could take somebody out. Yeah, and this too. this is
2: right out of the comics. I like oh, that. Yeah.
0: Don't you know who I am you know dude, who I am bitch. see does that work now that that meme is forgot these days because that's all based on an internet meme. and at the time it might have been funny but today does anybody even remember that
2: I remember everybody was jazzed about that line and I didn't know why but I like I like it she totally uses him to get the kid out oh yeah <laughs> All right. Tum 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 dum You're the guy that invented the cure, right? Yes. I don't like you. Girls. Prince. No. Don't. Don't. Sing raspberry beret for him. <laughs> Oh poor guy, you could have lived out my library. I think that would and be
0: rather inconvenient. But are any of those long enough to have actually killed her?
2: I yeah, I don't know.
1: That's almost oh,
2: the same that. same dialogue as Episode Two <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Amidala and. An Anakin on the battlefield. Okay, how did she, she get in there? If it's mutant proof wall, how did she, she come in? She got in,
0: but she can't get back out
2: now. Oh, so it's a mutant roach motel. Alright. Check in, but they don't check out.
0: Sorry, Joaquin
1: Phoenix, we're
0: gonna die. It's a T Rex. I'm the wrong guy to play hide and seek with. Who's hiding? Dickhead?
2: <laughs> That's pretty funny, cause he does have kind of a dickhead.
1: <laughs> yes he does.
2: <laughs> you do have a bit of a dickhead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, don't do this Going
1: down do we look like we need your help?
2: So basically this is the... You know, okay, ah, that's why we had Angel in the movie. And it's a good story plot, you know, Father, the Cure, and then the son's mutant power save him at the end. But everybody's so undeveloped that it doesn't mean anything. That
0: was a bad cut in the music right there. Bad cut! Did you hear that? Yes. Oh, see that—that that makes me think there's a scene. Missing right, there.
2: I think there's a lot. I think this movie was—I don't know—I di- I didn't watch this on DVD to see like if how many deleted scenes there were, but I really think they maybe they thought they were like, hey, look, we don't want this a movie is got it. It's pretty
0: friggin' cool. Yes. Flinging flaming cars. Yeah, that, I think that's cool as hell. Oh dude. man,
2: if we could have flung flaming cars in high school, do you imagine what Carthage would look like now? Dude,
0: if I could fling flaming cars today, <laughs> are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, nobody would even notice in Florida, man. It would just be a side note in news: flaming oh, car cars hurled in Orlando.
0: I wish this could be my mutant power.
2: Just, just flaming. Just go in early, and just
0: clean out an entire parking lot. One day, just for the cars, hell of yeah. it.
2: I'm, the flaming car man.
0: Every time I go to the mall, I wish I could do this.
2: It would suck if you met, met your super foe and you weren't anywhere near a parking lot, though. <laughs> kind of screwed.
0: <laughs> I like this part where they all. With, with no dialogue whatsoever, they all have this little moral dilemma. Do we do it? Does it make us hypocrites? What do you think? What do you think? Well, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, all right. Somebody's got
2: to do something.
1: <laughs> Best defense is a good offense.
2: What? That is
0: so cool. I could watch people flinging flaming cars all day, dude.
2: I really could. <laughs> well, someday maybe they'll make an hour and a half movie of it. That would be great. What does making I, the car cold do to stop it, you, though?
0: Why does it stop? Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say the same thing. Why does it stop?
2: I I don't know. It's like, would you rather get hit by a hot car or a cold car? <laughs>
0: Ah, she fogged that up.
2: Ooh. Oh,
0: that was a bad pun. That was Sorry. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's no worse than any of her dialogue in these three movies.
2: Oh man, kick court. Okay, I like ass. this
0: part. I like this part so much. My
2: Schwartz is bigger than yours. It's very much. This is very much like the end of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's how they... uh, The
0: only thing that could have made this cooler is if it was the Human Torch versus Iceman, which can't happen yet, but I would love that. I just, I think this is cool.
2: So I heard there was an X-Men cutscene at the end of the new Spider-Man.
0: Yeah! I mean, I've heard it too. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man, but I've heard that too.
2: I gotta go... Somebody's gotta have cut it out and put it up on YouTube by now.
0: See, I like that he fully iced finally. I've been waiting for that. Ow! You so never should have left. I love how there's a little mist effect around. It. That's, I think that's cool. Yeah,
2: like he's like dry ice or something. Yeah. Get a I think yeah, We're just let's gonna to rename Wolverine. A, <laughs> just huh? rename Wolverine, Chuck.
1: I hate having gravel in my mouth. I know shark <laughs> get it
0: now watch these needles change position in a minute I noticed this yesterday when I was watching it see now they're in like a
2: vague like chesty area like,
0: yeah like a like an L shape almost on his chest watch here in a second they're in a completely different configuration
1: But that's not fair. I like being a freak.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, completely different position. It burns.
2: Hey, baby.
1: It's over.
0: Could get you some help, you crazy, crazy bitch.
2: Let me help you out of those... clothes. No, don't shoot!
0: That's kinda cool.
2: Alright. It would go into... another thing, just like in the last one. This... this... this plot... No! element is coming in right in the same place. She <laughs> just murderizes... Yep. ...so many people. I mean, I like that scene though where you hear them, like, I thought actually during this sequence the only part I didn't like is the dubbed in voices of the Marines going, look out! Run! And stuff like that. It always sounds really cheesy. But the scene where they're like, no, no, right there was pretty creepy. But okay. Uh, I Wouldn't,
0: think you want to leave that bald-headed kid behind, seeing as how he makes everybody's powers not work. How
2: about this? And how the
0: hell does Magneto sneak out of here?
2: How about this? Take the bald-headed kid and take him over to Jean Grey. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been the? I thought that was. Def-
0: That's probably a really good idea.
2: That I thought that was definitely where they were going with this. It's like there's two oh my different God. things. Wolverine I never
0: even thought about this before but why the hell didn't Wolverine instead of stabbing her with his claws why stab he her with stab some her juice? With the cure yeah. Yeah, stab
2: her with some normal juice exactly but I oh, thought that about that reject. and I thought she can read his mind so if he came up on her with some normal juice but at that point when she's like Jean Grey she wants him to kill her And so, I mean, like, the phoenix would know that she had the normal juice, but Jean Grey would, too, and, hey, he could have stabbed her and she'd just be Jean Grey, and he wouldn't have to kill her. But, I don't know if they thought of either of those things, but I mean, in the dark, dark phoenix cycle, she pretty much has to die, so... I had a crazy bitch
0: girlfriend once, and I'm pretty sure this is where it was headed.
2: <laughs> ah yeah this is every argument I've ever had <laughs> I mean that's gotta hurt right down to the bone but I wonder why she you know why is she why is she like torturing torturing these people they should be like ants to her you know what I mean' is she crazy yeah Because she's bad.
0: Ow. I hate when that happens.
2: Stop. I'd be just like, would you cut
0: that out? You know, that smarts, right? For you. You say the sweetest things, Wolverine. That's why I'm stabbing you. (laughs) It is, though. That's the sad part about it. The you. The you. If you love something, stab it with adamantium claws.
2: (laughs) And if it comes back, that means the movie's made a whole shitload of money. (laughs) If it comes back, stab it with the other hand. (laughs) See, now... That scene of the water coming down, it would have been a lot cooler if right now there was water showering down on them. Yes. That, it would have looked really neat. It would have been sort of the stereotypical screaming up into the air into the rain scene, but right, it would have made more sense with all that water falling down just now. Yeah, they messed that place up pretty good.
0: Somebody, somebody broke out Al- Alcatraz. <laughs> somebody fix it. <laughs>
2: alright so once again this is what you were carping on in the last movie once again (laughs) a lot of people just got murderized by mutants good and bad I mean ostensibly Phoenix is supposed to be a good guy and she just you know I'll make you go away too you know Charlie (laughs) X all those all those marines (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'll make you all go away <laughs> exactly and as we thought and before i thought up to this point it was all just some sort of thing where she was putting them into some other ph- phantom zony thing right but nope <laughs> nope you're just getting dead, erased dead I... ski this isn't what
0: i wanted yeah so, it is oh, how is it not
2: you can scrog.
0: Wait a minute. Let me go get Kitty. And
2: now we can do the Porno X, the XXX Men movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know his name. (laughs) Have fun, buddy. How you doing there, guy? That's what you call him when you don't know their name, buddy.
2: I'm President Happy now. Everything's going great, even though mutants. Destroyed a bridge and murdered. I was
0: just a... gonna say, wait a minute. Thank you. Thank you very
2: much. Everybody likes mutants now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so apparently, the the Straits never really cared for Alcatraz or that bridge all that much in the first yeah, place. They're never... pretty cool with all this at the end. <laughs>
2: Now, I would be. I'd be like, that's pretty crazy and, and neat. But, yeah, the, the city of San Francisco might not appreciate it too much. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to take a lot of taxpayer dollars. There's a lot of widows whose doors they got to knock on. <laughs> they Obviously, they can't get Magneto to fix it up. Eh, we'll just fix it. Life yeah, they're fixing I, it. What'd they do with the other one? What'd they
0: do with the existing bridge?
2: Meanwhile, people are going hungry in San Francisco because they can't feed the whole homeless anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good scene here, though. This, I thought, was the sole brilliant shot in the movie. It, I think this was before that what was that? Um, Nolan movie with the dream, where they were in the dreams. Um, Craptacular. Yeah, which ended on a very similar note. But I love the way they cut this shot. I love the way they cut this. Just that's cool. Just the and you know the the, the funny thing is. Wait, did you really just ask me about what a, what Nolan
0: movie was? Well, it was, I know you, you didn't watch it, but talking to, it was you, a dude. big
2: hit, and I'm sort of talking to myself co- to remember it, because I actually did a <laughs> podcast about it with, I think, Chris Johnson. Ah. The, the you know, the one where they go and oh, ah, right.
0: It was about the dreams and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that had yeah, a it had, of, uh, thing. had Leonardo DiCaprio
2: in it. Yeah, it sort of had a similar thing with a top in yeah, it. Yeah, what
0: was the name of that movie? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it. It's
2: one where the building's all
0: spinny and everything. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I never, I never saw it.
2: But I like you know, that. It's, it's, it's a great. You know, they, they just let it move just a little bit, and then he does a total. Um. It's kind of like a. a it was a really nice director thing. Inception. That was the name of it. Inception. No, I, I knew it. my brain wasn't going to let me... Oh, well, she
0: dropped... Uh, Mystique dropped Stamos from the end of her name by this movie. Oh. I knew she got divorced.
2: I divorced John Stamos, too, for doing all those crappy sitcoms. <laughs> but, uh... What the hell is I talking about?
0: I could be wrong, but I think this end credits theme is a different cut than what's on the album, too. I'm not... Not 100% on that, but it sounds different to me somehow. Um, I hate when they do that. Why can't they just give you the movie cut on the albums?
2: I don't know. It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, because I assume when you're selling a score, it's not like you're trying to sell a rock album and going like, what do the people want? Right, the people have probably seen the movie and they want to hear the music that was in the movie. It's like a no-brainer. It doesn't it seems like all you would really have to do is well, there's editing involved if you're not going to do the full score if you have to limit to one CD or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, you just have to work with the music that's already done and and produced. I mean, maybe you'd have to tweak it a little bit for a CD or something. Yeah, Sergeant Arlie me. Why didn't they show him, man? It was funny. Chris Claremont was uh,
0: the lawnmower man, it said. And Stan Lee was water hose man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) At least they got man on their names like superheroes. Right. Or like Florida man.
0: Florida man. I love Florida man.
2: There was... I just read some story. Oh, no. I know what it was. There's this crazy lady that I subscribe to on YouTube. And I mean she's crazy. She's the one I probably told you about her. She thinks Brent Spiner's her husband and that the Jesuit the, the Jesuit order of Catholics are out to kill him. And that she's like the, the just been elected queen of America. A crazy lady. And uh she just put up a video and it was about how governor rick scott is a ro he's a robot or something he's insane <laughs> blah 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 and i'm like what and she's like we're the people of florida and i'm like oh she's from florida of course <laughs>
0: she's been out in the sun a little too long apparently
2: yeah i something's going on there but uh I've been watching her for years, and I always, for some reason, I had it in my head that she was in Canada, but nope, nope, Florida. It's always. Did Florida. You
0: see, Rick Baker was in the uh, the credits there for makeup effects. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. It's nice to know
2: he's still getting work in the CGI world. Oh, there's plenty of there's plenty of practical makeup effects for this movie you know there's the cgi stuff but you right
0: uh, i just i've often wondered what happens to you know some of those you know those classic guys that that worked on practical stuff before all the cgi stuff came along you know and hoping that they're not you know given hand jobs for money or something, you know. what well, well, not Rick Baker. He's like, well, you, well, you know, know. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you look at like the oh. Ellen Shaws and guys like that. I yeah. mean, what the hell could they be doing these days, you know, if they're not doing like matte paintings and right. stuff? What are they, you know, what are they doing for money? Um I'd like to think that they could adapt to the times and that they found, you know, some way to turn the the skill that they had into something that you know they can yeah. still use and still be in movies and all, but I don't know. I mean, you don't hear those names anymore. So what happened to those people? You know, well,
2: I I you know in my ideal situation they they called up Rick Baker and he's like, look, I'm too old for this shit. And they said, hey Rick, <laughs> it's just we're just out of respect we're offering you the cherry job. You get to put the pasties on Mystique every day. You get to spend five <laughs> hours putting her Mystique pasties on her whole body. Okay. That's how I hope it went down. I'm in <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great job. I
0: think we're coming up in that little uh tag scene here
2: blurb it's a it is a tag scene too. It's like five seconds long. Now, I remember. Ma- did, doesn't Morrow McTaggart end up dating the Beast? Aren't they hooked up? Or, the, or is it the Angel? She's.
0: No, I don't think so.
2: I, re- I, I remember her character. See, she's
0: in X Men First Class and she does not have the scottish accent in that movie so there's there's a lot she of does stuff it the
2: comics i remember that in the
0: comics yeah she was scottish but i'm just saying when they when they put her into first class it's like they dropped the whole scottish thing even though her name was still mctaggart and all that they just seem to drop all of that
2: well i can't wa- wait to watch that movie now that i've watched these three in quick succession right. As opposed to, I hadn't watched any of them since I first saw them, so it'd been like, you know, over a decade <laughs> for most of them, and not at I, all for three. So I didn't know what, I figured it was all within continuity. I didn't know Professor X was, and Scott Summers were were dead, and Magneto was not depowered, but pretty much depowered. Right. So that's why they had to do the little time shift there, which I thought was worked out could have been horrible and worked out brilliantly well see that's why I'm wondering
0: it, it seems very strange to me that they did seem to do a mild form of a of a reboot with first class yeah only in only in the sense that the timeline now doesn't quite sync up but it, it works but on I was I was okay level. with that
2: yeah it, it works totally on an entertainment works. level it makes uh, it's it sort of adjusts things that you sort of tacitly say yeah that needs that needed to be adjusted because this character's dead this is you know this is different this is different they just they just made it so it flowed but uh, i i cannot wait to watch it again
0: but but that makes it that much stranger that this next movie the days of future past is now going to bring both timelines together in the same movie when clearly the timelines don't quite match
2: up with each other. That but, might, that might I don't know. work out and they might work that into the plot points of the movie to show maybe things get true. messed around in time. And that's why things don't quite, you know, I'm not, I, you see, the thing is, I basically figure the new movie is going to be a time travel movie loosely based on loose loose, loosely based on the comics you know I, I expect it to be loosely so loosely that there's one or two scenes that are visually the same you know right. there's one or two things in there that you want to see like Wolverine getting tossed at a sentinel and, and right. shit like that and, the, and time travel but um, other than that I think they're going to come up with their own sort of thing that more works into this th- these stories in the in the first class you know the the Fassbinder era which i don't know i'm just so excited to have see michael fastbinder again as Magneto. yep very much so yeah i think that guy's excellent yeah i really do yeah and you saw prometheus recently and i thought he was the standout in prometheus too mhm i thought he stole the whole show yeah, I think he's he's excellent. He he and um,
0: the guy that played uh, Xavier, what's his name, McAvoy, they, they made that movie for yes. me. I thought they were fantastic in that movie. Really, really good. I mean, I like some of the other actors in it too, but I mean, they're the ones that truly made that movie for me.
2: Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Yes. Coming up next week. So next Monday, X-Men First Class. Sweet. And then, after that, the movie should be out soon enough. So expect Tutu Freak's coverage of that, of of course. Yep. And by this time, oh, by the time this, this episode comes out, Godzilla will have stomped across the screen and we'll see how that worked out.
1: <laughs>
2: Cannot wait. Oh, it's gonna be a good summer, man, already. I've had great garage sales. I've got a monster movie coming up. I got a monkey movie coming up. <laughs> and it, it is looks it's, like it's a, the monkeys win. It's a good summer for movies. Yes, I think we is. got some it's, good stuff. It's got potential to be a, a, a truly great one. I agree.
0: Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes
2: of Two True Freaks.
1: We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near
2: Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltech, said, Soon others of your people will be able
1: to have an experience similar to this. Class dismissed.